Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and ten blades? Your handsome-ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop-up! Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are going to ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors. We're also making new jobs. Alejandro, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're going to stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are DollarShaveClub.com, and the party is on. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq, Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 
$3 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Men is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. The following program contains Good evening, everyone. This is Diane from the Red Wine, and I'm joined by Darlin. Um And I hear, how are you doing? I am doing really well. I had some conversations today with a lot of people that work at the Sheriff's Department, and my heart goes out to them because I know what it's like to be um, dissatisfied at your job due to the uh, malfeasance and um people who are afraid to tell the truth, and that includes administration. Right. And and a lot of reasons that we've um, gotten into, you know, investigating and researching for people is because when you have um, administrators who feel that they're on a different level, um, and I suppose if you want to compare it to politics, it's how Democrats feel over the world. Um, there's a level of elitism, um, there's a level well, of this, right? there's there's retaliation in police departments. Well, I, don't know I mean, it's not it's, it's worse it's than not, politics. It's not just police departments. I mean, it is no, no, it, it is, is in right. educational systems. It is in private mm-hmm. business. It's out there. And the unfortunate part is a lot of times people are too intimidated to speak. And what we, Daryl and I have done is, is one of the areas that we've looked and are putting the business together. We actually have a business together is, we believe um, our experiences in, in life and business and, and careers is, you know, we will be the voice for those who are too afraid to speak. We've been through it. Um, we're not afraid. We've had probably everything in the book thrown at us and we're, we're still here and, and we're, we're, we will be the voice to speak for those that, that can't speak because there's nothing more that enrages me 
then out of control in my field, the public boards, select boards, um, any type of boards, planning boards, whatever, that, you know, will sit there and beat down employees, will try and shoo them out the door, have them sign non-disclosures, which we all know are illegal, pretty much. And they will try to, to shut you up and have you go away quietly with your tail between your legs, even though 90% of the time the employee is in the right and they are in the wrong. And that's a big issue that's going on. And that's exactly what happened with, with you, Daryl. And you faced um, and took on, you know, a, a huge law enforcement agency, Mass State Police, with, you know, how you were treated. And you experienced what they tried to do to you. And you're still here. You're still standing. You're still talking. And you have the respect of many of law enforcement officers um, that know exactly what you went through. And they respect you. But, you know, when you have employees that, you know, they they do votes of, um, you know, uh, you know, are they satisfied? Are, are they, you know, willing to work with you? And what are the issues? And a lot of times there are surveys done, like in the, the schools, they'll do the surveys for, you know, how teachers feel when it, when it comes to, you know, different things that the boards are doing, same thing for the town. And a lot of times the question is, what is done with those surveys? Do people actually well, read them? Do people actually respond to them? As, a, as an example, in 1996, the state police commissioned what's called the Linder Report, L-I-N-D-E-R. I can post it later if anyone's interested. And what it did is it enumerated the number of issues that, uh, you know, the, that the majority of the employees from the Mass State Police felt. And, and they still haven't done anything about it. It's still, it's the same problems everywhere. You know, and that's why I love watching NYPD Blue, because I don't remember when that was filmed. But when I retired, um, I retired on the captain's list, unfortunately. Um, they were having the same issues in NYPD Blue back then that are still on the job now. And, you know, I'd like to say, you know, we, we try to hire these forward, you know, thinkers like, you know, Chris Mason was supposed to be a forward thinker. Jack Mom was supposed to be a forward thinker. And I don't know exactly what they've done, but your hands are tied when you get to that level because it's political. And what, when you care more about the public relations aspect of your entity than you actually do about what's really going on, um, you know, you're you're catering to public relations. And that's what's happening now with the sheriff. And she's everywhere except for where she's supposed to be. Um, she's still campaigning. She got the job. You got the job. Go do the job. Go back inside and do the job. These people are dying for some leadership and they don't have it. Like as an example, Kevin Fernandez, um, you know, he was investigated for cheating on a promotional exam. And the one of the um, one of the test givers that were in the room before he even got the question out of his mouth, Fernandez answered it. Well, how, what is he, the great Karnak? And for those of you that are too young, that's Johnny Carson. He would you know, <laughs> yeah. to his head, right? Um, and, and this person is promoted to an ADS. You have uh, Donnie Doyle, who has multiple um, children out of wedlock when he was married uh, with women that he has not paid child support to. You know, how do you promote that person to the head of training of an organization when women are at the range? He puts his hands down their pants and grabs their belt and shakes them around. And he really has has nothing to offer, except he bought a sober home 
So soon after he bought the silver home, which he uh, lied on his mortgage application, um, he was promoted. He's promoted to an assistant um, deputy superintendent. Um, you got Bob Ahonen, who, you know, basically is the axe man and he threatens people. Um, and he rules by fear. He's very unassuming in his looks, but, you know, he's the axe man and he's getting ready to retire soon. We can't wait to depose you, Bob. We can't wait to all the lawsuits that are going to come forward that we get to depose you. We're really looking forward to that because you'll have to tell the truth then. Um, and, and he and Fernandez and Iridikian's um, gone, but um, I'm trying to think, and Donnie Doyle, you know, these people are wreaking havoc um, on the people that work for them, especially people who tell the truth. And, and this is what happens, right? When you tell the truth, um, people get mad at you for telling the truth. They don't like to hear the truth. I don't know why. I mean, I would, I would, I would rather hear the truth and have know someone's lying in my face, but um but yeah, so that's what's going on there. And, and, you know, people try to pinpoint like who's talking to us and who's doing this and who's doing that. And we'll never tell anybody because one, we're media, so we don't have to give up any, any sources at all. But confidentiality is important when you try to help people that are in a very delicate situation. Um, you know, y- y- your career is taken from you, your reputation's ruined, lies are made about you. And everybody that knows it is covering it up there. And no one is holding them responsible. So you know what? I complained to Post, I complained to the Ethics Commission about Donna, and they wanted to give her a pass. Um, I haven't given all the information that we have, but, you know, you feed it into the system a little bit at a time and let all these agencies give her a pass. Until somebody dies, she's going to fire someone and they're going to commit suicide. That's how bad it is there. And I'm, I don't say that lightly. Um, she has reeked with people's emotions. She has reeked with their health, their family, their benefits, their pension. While she hires her husband's ex-wife, and she just got a big promotion. Um, you know, she's going to hire her niece. She's created positions for people, yet hasn't paid the COs any mind or any money. And Colleen Wooding is the worst by far human resources person that I've, I've ever heard of in my whole entire life. And, and um, you know, I, I can't wait till she gets deposed too, because, you know, she's, she's a mean, vindictive, nasty person. And the way that they fire people and the way that they lie to people to fire them is abhorrent and disgusting. And the reason why we do this is because we want the people at the sheriff's department to know that we are behind you. No one else is speaking out about this. Tim Whalen didn't speak about it. Had Tim Whalen asked for our advice, he probably would have won. Um, because we knew a lot of these things, you know, prior to her, you know, quote, winning office. Um, but she doesn't know what she's doing. She's she's not experienced. She's not law enforcement. She's admitted as much. She gets lost inside the facility. And all she seems to care about is, um, you know, is campaigning. Uh, people are tired of seeing your face. Get back to work and help the people that work for you. Because soon, I don't know if you know this, Di, but they're going to start to lose people due to attrition because no one wants to work there anymore. They're paid terrible. They're treated terrible. And they're lied to. Um, well, I mean, they, they, um, one of the unions, um, I believe had a vote of, I would, I would call it no confidence when you have 71 out of 109 voting members of a union vote from somewhat dissatisfied to extremely dissatisfied. That's three, that's almost three quarters of your union of whatever particular union this was. 
that is, is right, dissatisfied so, with the leadership. So we're the first ones to to break this story. And I don't even know. Um, hi, Donna, if you're listening. Hi, Colleen, if you're listening. Hi, Hannah, if you're listening. Um, hi, Casey Myers, if you're listening. Because uh, they definitely stalk our Facebook page because Hannah likes something, I think, by accident. Well, I mean, don't, hi, forget your, don't forget your new friend who she just hired to be the attorney for the sheriff's department. Oh, Michael, I don't, well, actually, I don't, I think he got hired as the labor attorney, it was Mike Halpin. Ah, um, that doesn't you know, matter. Mike Halpin was, was part and parcel of, of uh, firing the troopers at the state police. He, um, he threatened two of my friends that he was going to fire them for a union issue. Um, you know, it, and, it, it, you know, she can't get her own talent. Um, you know, we understand, we, we have a new rumor of why Amy Kular was, was let go is because allegedly um, she gave a lawsuit to Bob Honan and said, oh, by the way, you're, you're mentioned in it. And I guess she has a nervous giggle. Like, I have a terrible nervous giggle. I hate going to funerals um, because yes. if I'm not crying and I start to giggle. And I don't mean it's not disrespectful. Um, it's an uncomfortable giggle. It, it, and I end up crying after that, right? But, um, you know, so allegedly that's why she was fired. But, but who knows? Like, people are going to take guesses. But what... Donna did was paid her her whole salary. $170,000 of taxpayer money was given because Donna didn't want someone to work there. And, and well, she bought her out. To, she bought her out. Well, she, she fired her when she didn't do it. She, she didn't have to buy her. No, out. no, 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 no. Because well, no, when you, when you, I'm telling you, when you pay someone, I've, I've done it. I haven't done it personally myself, right, but, listen, times, but I've been involved in it. First. Yeah. She's offered a severance package to more than 10 people. To mm-hmm. get the f out of Dodge. Yes, that's, that's buying them out. That's buying no, them out. She doesn't need. She does not need to. They are not on contract. These seals are not on contract. It, it, what it, she does, it, if they don't want them, they say, "I'm going to fire you," or "I can buy you out." The ones that they try and buy out are the ones they know would have a legitimate lawsuit against them. Right. That's exactly. why they're having exactly. them sign off and they're giving them the lump sum. That is a that's yep. buying out. I'm going to contract is a phrase. It doesn't mean right, right. literally, but contract is a phrase. They're buying out their contract, if you will, because that's the way to get rid of them. You, you, you yep. take this money, you will sign away any rights to any type of lawsuit or anything that you right. can file. Well, and that's what they're, well, that's what they've been doing or they've been right. trying and to what do. We tell, what we tell anyone who wants to be a client of ours is don't sign a goddamn thing. Because exactly. if you're if you're right, let's take it to the federal uh, court and not the state court. None of that bullshit. Because, um, you know, the federal judges are there for a long period of time. They have a very well received um, history of how they um, how they rule. And the last two cases that we know of was a two point two million dollar payout. So. Don, if you want to offer any of our clients $2.2 million to go away, uh, we will. <laughs> they will. Um, but, you know, but let's get into, so there was, what, 109 people, right? And six people didn't want to um, say anything because they were afraid that this wasn't going to be confidential. So when zero is completely dissatisfied to 10 being completely satisfied. So completely dissatisfied is 27 votes. And that's 27% of the, of the COs. Um, extremely dissatisfied is 12. Very dissatisfied, 15. Mostly dissatisfied, 12. Somewhat dissatisfied, 7. 
neutral, 17. Because, of course, those are the people that are afraid that someone's watching this and that they're going to get in trouble. So they feel that they, they can't speak out, right? Somewhat dissatisfied is nine. Mostly satisfied is six. Who the hell is that? Probably new people. Very satisfied, one. That's probably Colleen. Extremely satisfied is one. And completely satisfied is two. Those people must be on crack or they're brand new. Um, but should we go through and read the some of the comments without – we don't want to use anything that would give anybody away as far as what their position is. But um, what I noticed, I, I don't know if you noticed it, but it was mostly about pay mm-hmm. and how Sheriff Buckley cares more about the inmates' mental health um, than she does about the CEO's mental health. And I'm telling you, if she keeps firing people the way she is, her and Colleen Wooding are going to have a suicide. And I'm not encouraging anyone to commit suicide. I, oh, I, hell no. I, I'm just saying that we, we have spoken to many, 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 many people um, who have been crushed and debilitated and harmed. And Donna doesn't seem to care because she's out there doing road stops, going to parties, joyriding with her husband, um, you know, in her car, you know, calling motorists, swearing at motorists. Um, but... I mean, one of the things I noticed reading it was, is the, the lack of leadership that, that she sold a big story when she ran for election, but talk is cheap. Well, this is my favorite one. It's number seven. It says, ultimately, the question comes from the sheriff down. Administration is changed out to push the sheriff's objective. And that's what's being done. Uh, the people of Barnstable County voted for these changes, but but they didn't really. I mean, I don't think they knew what they were voting for. Um, I do believe in programs, but what they're doing, and this is coming from someone from the inside, is they're replacing one drug for another drug or placing an inmate on a drug because it will look better to the court. And inmates that are not used to being used for medical testing well, feel like inmates, this is what's yeah. happening to them. And that what they what, what this particular person thinks is what's happening at a state and a pharmaceutical level is that um, the program the personnel picks. are being valued, right? But they're being valued above security, not only in face value, but in wages. And Donna's like, she's promoted people beyond their means. She's created extra positions. She's put all these people on um, the state, the Massachusetts pension system. <laughs> She's made Bob Honan the special sheriff slash superintendent, and she does that so he can go into group four for retirement purposes. So what Dawn is doing, basically, is she's fleecing taxpayers in Massachusetts by putting people that cooperate with her um, in a very financially um, stable situation. Um, this other one that I think is really funny is it says, the admin is a joke, they're clueless. Hiring a lot of people with big salaries in the offices, keep this place running, got a coffee machine. Um, men can grow beards and have neck and hand tattoos. We still don't have managers, which creates inconsistencies and stops movement among the supervisors. We make less than the new civilians being hired, as well as most other counties. They work 16-hour shifts, nights and weekends, while the new civilians work eight, eight hours Monday through Friday. They deal with all the ugly behind the scenes and can't get anything extra. Because Dawn is hiring all kinds of different people to do all kinds of different jobs because she's incompetent. That They didn't say that. I'm saying that. Yeah. The cost of living has gone up. Insurance gone up. Co-pays has gone up. It's expensive to live on and off the Cape. And all we hear is that the sheriff wants to take everything from them 
and take the little bit that they have away from them. And they're disappointed at a lack of leadership. They have displayed and thought things that would have gotten better when Donna came. If anything, it's gotten worse than it was before. And people feel, and this is a quote, I feel more insignificant working here as I, than I ever did. Their intentions at first sounded good, but things aren't working out that way. They stick to their guns because they feel they're right when everyone works the floor, knows that they're wrong. You know, the one that really got me was, um, and I'll read it. It's under the new administration. It appears as if staff are the security staff are the perpetrators and the inmates are the victims. This is unacceptable. Benefits have been extended to convicted offenders. We all know who that probably was. Um, And their and their taxpayer funded benefits. Uh, And then this is they have a new since they had a program that was introduced. It includes medicating inmates. And this is the part that really concerns me so much. It includes medicating inmates who did not have a drug problem before being incarcerated. That is beyond disturbing yep. and it, and it has to be yeah. investigated there's been an increase in disciplinary issues the staff is at a greater risk now than under the last administration and it's noticeable that is extremely concerning um yeah. they've they apparently we there's a lot of uh sick time abuse by the newer officers they're no there's no there's no um what is the word i want to say justification um qualification you know, when you're sick, there are rules that you have to follow. They're not being followed. And it's to the point where it's it's basically like a, a, a free-for-all. And But like I said, the concerning part for me is when you have, so you, you now have this two plus have stated the issue with medicating inmates. But when you're medicating inmates that are coming in that don't have any type of drug problem, and all of a sudden you're medicating them in jail. Why are you medicating them in jail? Is it to shut them up? <laughs> well, we why? know why, right? It, one is to keep them high and happy, but two is to supply the sober homes with victims because True. I did a Freedom of Information Act and I sent it to the sheriff and I asked that I wanted a list of all the sober homes that you send everybody to on and off Cape. And they basically told me to pound sand. I haven't um, answered them back yet. But the problem is, is Troy Clarkson is the ethics commissioner, which is funny as hell, for this program called MASH. It's the Massachusetts Alliance of Sober Homes. And, and, and Troy Clarkson is the ethics chairman. Okay. And if any, we, we made a big stink about sober homes before because a four-bedroom house makes $20,000 a month profit. So of course they buy these sober homes $100,000 over asking price because they pay off the house in two years. And they do nothing. They don't provide medication. They don't provide counseling. It's all peer orientated. And what I've heard um, from people who have been in these sober homes is that it's a revolving door and they let people come in drunk. And then, you know, they, they give these rates. It's 5,000 the first month. It's twenty five hundred the second month, and then it's two fifty per week after that. So these sober homes are already saying you're going to be a drug addict in three months. And how do we know that? Well, because we've heard rumors that in the third month, if someone's clean, they bring in someone who gives them drugs. 
I don't, like I said, we can't prove that. It's what people have told us. And I'm not saying that that's what happens. That Dawn is sober homes or her husband's sober homes if they own them in their own name, which we know they don't. Um, but it's a fraud perpetrated when you're, you're making addicts in the prison and then you're funneling them to sober homes um, where you're very involved in the community of sober homes and your husband actually is in charge of approving sober homes. So that's a problem. Um, and Troy's brother had owned a bunch of sober homes. I don't know if he still does, but, you know, um, that's the part we haven't put through the ethics commission yet. But I, I think we're going to go to higher levels because it isn't fair. These people are, they're already messed up. That's why they're in jail. And, and Donna touted this, oh, you know, people are on drugs. There's 160 inmates there. That's it, 160 inmates. And they're putting people on addictive drugs that don't need them. Why? Well, so they can ship them over to their friends' sober homes is what I think. And well, right now they're using, I think, I think, you know, it, you, you have a controlled uh, population and in, inmates um, to do your, your testing on. And well, we know. Yeah. And that's that's the scary part. They their inmates actually are being used as guinea pigs, and and one? somehow some way pharmaceutical companies are involved in this as well. Oh, you know, I'm sure that you know. I mean, look at look at. We know Julian Sears getting um, a, a ton of money donated to him by pharmaceutical companies. Susan Moran wants to put pot in schools. Is she out of ever love in mind? Um, you know, and and this is the problem with with this. There's there's no oversight on the sheriff's department. Okay, there's 14 sheriffs in Massachusetts. Like today I heard that they just took two, took two dogs from a canine officer and Plymouth took them. Plymouth's been taken. Everybody's dogs have been taken away from handlers. Well, pretty soon, um, you know, uh, Plymouth hired this guy, Mark, who used to work at, um, I can't remember his last name, but he's a consultant, right? Um, and does all this dog training all over the whole entire state. Well, Soon, nobody's going to want to do dog training there because they're just going to steal the dogs from the handlers. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like taking one of your kids. I mean, could you imagine having to give up one of your dogs? Well, I mean. And I don't know the whole story, but allegedly, right? <laughs> I do have I know, a chihuahua if anybody's so you know interested. I mean, but, um, but, you know, a comment number 19, the sheriff has absolutely no clue what she's doing. Our human resources chief does not know what's best for staff. Our superintendent has not toured the jail. That's Bob Ahonen. Bobby Ahonen has not toured the jail or talked to our line staff in over five years. It seems if you don't volunteer outside the jail, you won't get ahead. Wow. You know, and how about this one? Unless there's a concerted effort to increase employee retention, current attrition rates will further deteriorate morale, the work environment, to the point where good officers choose to leave or they're forced out, right? Or they're forced out hey, if you don't take the severance package, we're going to shove it up your ass. That's no way to deal with people. No. I mean, that's a disgusting way to deal with people. And the director of human resources has failed in all these endeavors and should be replaced at the earliest convenience. Um, I don't think she's telling the sheriff everything because she's done stuff and that we've talked to people that's completely illegal. It's totally wrong. Like she wouldn't, if someone asked to be on FMLA, she refused to put the paperwork for, for You can't for. do that. No, um, this this person is obviously new, okay? Because they don't understand retaliation. 
I would love the opportunity to offer feedback, comments, and suggestions in the future, but I'm sure if this is an anonymous comment, I feel many feel the same way. I'm disappointed in our own union asking our opinion, and I would have felt more optimistic about the progression of our department had it been a question posed by our administration, especially with the intention of taking things into consideration or further discussion, or perhaps an open brainstorming meeting. This person is in dreamland because with that, with a good leader, you would have that. A good leader wants to know what's bad. Like when I took over South Boston, I said to people like, hey, come on to my office and uh, tell me what I can do to make your you know, work life better. And they looked around and were like, uh, Lieutenant, uh, the only time I've ever been in this office was to get yelled at. And um, if you don't mind, uh, I'd rather not say anything just yet. I was like, oh, okay. I said, but, you know, listen, I came out from behind my desk. Um, you know, I, I, but once they got to know me after a month, they came back in and said, hey, remember when you asked me what you could do to make my work life better? I said, yeah, well, let's have it. You know, I'm not going to get in trouble. They go, listen, you're not going to get in trouble. He said, um, don't mess with people's workout times and um, don't criticize the older guy's report writing. And I was like, okay, what else? He goes, that's it. I'm like, done, right? Yeah. But that's a simple, that's a simple thing. Um, and, and people in the, in the police world are so used to getting disciplined to death. And, um, you know, the, the post commission has made it even worse. Um, because what you have now is you have cops driving around in a circle because they're afraid that if they cross one of their bosses, you know, if you're in the in crowd, your stuff doesn't get forwarded to post. But if you're not in the in crowd or the boss or the colonel or the command staff or the EDS or the uh, shift captain doesn't know you, um, they'll, they'll send it up to post commission and, and that's the end. And the other thing they're doing too, which is, you know, this is going to be, you know, we need to bring this up to a legislator who gives a crap. I don't know who that's going to be. Um, but what these what these police departments are doing is, and especially the sheriff's department, um, they're not putting forward these people who are supposed to be certified by post and then firing them, which means they can't get a job anywhere else. So they're killing the career for the rest of their life by not allowing them to get post certified. Um, you know, I think post is a big scam. Um you know, would you ever have a surgeon, a Massachusetts surgical commission uh, run by truck drivers? No. And the truck drivers get to decide what surgeons get to be decertified. And that's what post commission is. There's it's no not... cops there. Are you serious? Yeah, they won't hire. They won't hire. Any... Now they've said, like, oh, we'll make concessions to have someone from internal affairs. Well, in some of the internal affairs, people are the biggest rats going. That's why they're there. So because someone is in internal affairs, that makes them a more fair person to work for the post commission. I don't think so. If that's what the, you know, that's what the orientation is. But uh, what else did you see that was, um, oh, I like this. Why offer attorneys more money out of nowhere if they're not asking for it? That's someone who's never had to use the union. I think you should have a great union attorney and a great union president and when they don't stick up for you you get rid of them right well, yeah, you, you, you sit there and you them. get you you boot out that union and you join another union i mean there's so many different ones that are are out there and you well, know here's I the think problem it's... with that the sheriff's union right there's like five of them there 
It's like one for the dispatchers, one for the captains, one for the COs, one for the staff, one for that staff. And so you end up having five people in a union. Well, that's no good. You know, what I say to anybody is, you think you want to file a lawsuit? You think you have a hostile work environment? You think you've been treated wrong? Talk to us. We will set you up really well. And what I'd like to do, and I'm not afraid to say it, is I'd like to get a class action lawsuit for hostile work environment because these people are being treated so poorly and intimidated so badly um, that, you know, some of them are starting to break down and they're still working there and they're treated worse than inmates because, you know, Donna thinks that, you know, I mean, inmates are there for a reason. It's so hard to go to jail, but I do believe that you can only be rehabilitated when you want to be, but putting someone on an addictive drug isn't going to do anything. You know, it's, it's malfeasance, actually. I mean, yeah, you, you bring up a really, really good point, okay? And that is, if you're in jail nowadays, you're there for a reason. Because yeah. they let everybody go now. We've seen it where, you, you know, um, people who have, you know, hit, hit and run or whatever, that they get a slap on the wrist or they're told by the bail bondsman that doesn't feel like waking up and going down and setting bail and says, let them go on personal recognizance. They, there's, they don't send them to jail anymore if it's misdemeanor How about that or below. Cop who Even raped felony. A bunch of people. Yeah, that cop he, raped a bunch of people. He got out two hundred thousand dollars bail. That yeah. was it. He was out the door. He didn't be, even get held. He should be held. Yet Turtle Boy, who allegedly, you know, got someone upset, goes right to jail. Do you know how hard it is to go right to jail? And that Michael Morrissey is as corrupt as has come. And he better get off the sauce. And I, I hope that the FBI is looking into him. Well, how about this one? I don't know if I read this one already, but I feel so bad for these people. And this is why, you know, this is why, I mean, this stuff goes on at police departments too. Um, but for, most, for, mo- for the most part, they could go to the chief if they wanted to, right? This one hurts my heart. I am honestly disappointed in the lack of leadership they've displayed and thought things would have gotten better with them. If anything has gotten worse than it was before, I've never felt more insignificant working here as I do now. That's sad because it says the, when they stick to their guns because they feel they're right when everyone who works the floor knows they're wrong. So what you have is a blatant, you know, a blatant violation, uh, a blatant breach of security, whatever it is, and when it's reported or someone talks about it, that person is targeted. And Bob Honan does the targeting. Um, and I wonder if he's even telling the sheriff what's going on. But, you know, what she says to them is, well, I am the sheriff, which basically means that she can do whatever she wants. And and the, um, that's that's one of the problems that that's something that would need to be rectified by the legislature if the legislature actually is interested in doing their job, which would be to change the laws of of what the sheriff can and cannot do instead of being autonomous for the six years, instead of being able to hire your entire um, technically they're not family because they're the ex's family. The, you know, whatever she's hiring her husband's, family. and she just got a promo. She just got a promotion too. But yeah, you find that there are other um, agencies out there, and they're getting in trouble for you know the nepotism. So, what makes the sheriff's department 
held higher than everywhere else. And and that's where you have to get your legislatures involved. They have to sit there and start looking at the sheriff's department. Um, Post already supposedly did that by adding, you know, deputy sheriffs to the requirements, which I'm sure the sheriff's department fought tooth and nail to not have that happen, but it did happen. Now sheriff's deputies are right under the same guidelines. but then look, somebody like like Luke Carroll. I don't know Luke Carroll. He might be a good guy, right? Obviously, he's the sheriff's pet. Um, you know, if if I was him, you know, I would start seriously looking around because other people that thought that they were in the know, right? That they were in the in the group in the at the top levels. Um, you know, Ahonen took them off at the knees too. And Isn't if he I was anybody. Though? He's reti- yeah, he's retiring, I heard, because he uh, doesn't like to leave his house because um, be- because we've basically exposed how um, how ruthless he is and how heartless he is and how he fires veterans. And then uh, veterans go to him for help, and he turns his back on him and walks out of the room. Um, and when, I someone, mean- when someone's viciously attacked in the jail and they ask you for help, you give it to them. If I had a police officer that was viciously attacked, and I did, I had a police officer who was viciously attacked on the road. Um, I got him all the help that he needed. I even put him in for an award uh, because he wrestled around on the ground with this guy, and the guy tried to run him over. Um, you know, I wouldn't tell that guy, like, oh, suck it up. That's what the job is. No, I wanted the DA to take out charges uh, against him. Um, because this guy was fighting for his life on the highway, on the ground, while this guy tried to run him over. Um, you, you have to take care of your people. And I don't know if it's because, you know, she grew up in a dysfunctional family or whatever her issue is, but she has no, she's buying people. And that only works for so long. And, and then when you buy people like that, you are promoting people who have no heart and no soul and they won't follow the rules. And they will step on people's faces to get promoted. And, you know, that seems to be a lot of, you know, how the, how the law enforcement community has worked for many years. But once it starts to turn political, like a sheriff's department, um, you know, I mean, she's done terrible things. Look, look the uh, inmate overdosed twice. Um, she didn't take him to the hospital. Which is against policy. Right. Why? When people asked why he wasn't going to the going to the hospital, they got um, retaliated against. Anybody who tells her the truth gets retaliated against. Anybody who goes to her for help gets fired. Um, but you know she'll she'll promote somebody like Kevin Fernandez who cheated on an exam. Donnie Doyle who's got two kids out of wedlock and has a fraudulent mortgage. Um, called called people fat. Uh, you know at, at, while they were in training. But yet Donna has an award ceremony and this poor woman is pinning her son or daughter, I forget which it was, so maybe it maybe it's a father, I forget, but the person pinning their 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 offspring worked for Donna. And Donna walked up to her and was like, Oh, do you work at Down with PD too? And she's like, I work for you. I mean, how stupid. And Casey Myers should have oh, said to Donna, These God, are the people the, these are the people no, in this <laughs> process. And this is who they are. That should be Casey Myers' job, but she's so inexperienced and she doesn't know either. She's so much to tell Donna to please look at her Facebook page. Maybe she might note who the employee is that gets the spotlight of the day. (laughs) Right. But, but what I'm saying is like, 
you, you have to stop campaigning outside, okay? And you have to get in and do your job. Now, there, she could not show up all she wants. There's no rule that she even has to be there. But when you have a number two, like, and he is a number two, Bob Honan and, and Colleen Wooding, I, I can't tell you, I, I can't find any person that actually, she's actually helped there. She's fired people. She's conned people. She's lied to people. She's broken the law. She's the worst HR person I've ever heard of. Um, and I, I, we can't go into detail, obviously, but, you know, it'll, it'll come out, um, you know, sooner or later. But, but what, you know, what, what I wish would have happened is, first, I wish she wasn't the sheriff. But I think the Massachusetts Sheriff Association has to get consultants and teach these people what they don't know. But how do you teach somebody 25 years of law enforcement experience when they don't have any? It's something you can't teach, like the road stop, right? Like people are like, oh, what's the big deal with the road stop? Well, the big deal with the road stop is is the what ifs, right? First of all, um, she can't obviously can't drive at night. So she was, you know, slowing down and braking. And the person behind her thought she was texting. So she flashed her high beam. So Donna flashed her rear blinkers at her. So the woman pulled over because she thought she was being pulled over. I, I don't know how you pull somebody over from a cop being behind you, but whatever. So she pulls over, does the right thing, and Donna pulls up next to her and says, stop driving up people's asses with her husband in the car. Now, the what if is, what if someone shot Troy Clarkson in the face? That's the what if, okay? And it's very, very likely in law enforcement to be shot at and to be killed and to be beat and to be spit at. Um, and that's the first possibility. The second possibility is when she, when she, um, when she brake checked this poor woman, mm-hmm. the woman could have slammed into her and sent Donna into oncoming traffic. Now, what if this was a criminal and she and the person decided to take off and then smashed into a family of four in Nashville? Well, here's the thing. What if it was a former inmate that, that was in that jail and recognized her? What if and... it was a drunk judge? Yeah, I mean... Or, or a drunk politician. I mean, the, the, the thing is... What what was she thinking? Why would you do that and then think that there would be no repercussions for it? None. Because unless that's arrogance. It's unless well, it's arrogance. It's, and, I, and I'll say this: I'm not not defending her, right? But everybody's kind of a jerk when they come out of the academy. Like everybody kind of thinks, you know, I'm a cop. My poop doesn't stink, whatever. I think everybody's got that, and then it goes away very quickly because when you do that to citizens, they tell you to f off. Right. And there's nothing you can do. Right. Or or you get another cop that tells you, like, hey, cut the cut the crap. Right. But Donna doesn't have anybody that can speak truth to her. She's a Casey Myers, who five people that I spoke to, Casey Myers called to try to get dirt on Donna to report on it. And now she's working there. Um, you know, Donna hired some girl, Hannah, who used to work, you know, another political hire to do the social media stuff. So, you know, she's she's going to have yeah, she two, and new, and new two hires. people. Two people that are doing the social media for it, which is kind of weird. Well, not even that, but, you know, when she goes to write an award for someone, it's, I, I, they helped me through the um, political race that I won. And that's, you know, it, it's not about her. And the sheriff's department is not about her. She needs to stop. My suggestion to her would be stop campaigning. You already have the job. People don't want to see you at their events. Like they don't want you. Yeah, to I mean, she obviously wants to bury the fact how she called the the former felon the epitome of why she ran and how everybody 
knew because she introduced him supposedly yet when I look at past stuff that she stated and, and, you know, um, interviews or reportings in the newspaper, there's never any mention of him. She tried to sneak him through. And the thing is like, so, you know, Rick Corey went to, I think her stepdaughter's wedding, maybe it's Troy's first wife. I'm not really sure. I think it's Troy's first wife's kid went to their wedding. That was, you know, more than five years ago. Um, but now when you, and they were supposed to be best friends, right? They're out to dinner, they go to hockey games, they, um, you know, they're out with friends, they're at Nautica Light and Falmouth taking pictures. He's gone. All the pictures of him are wiped off of Facebook, right? And he was the epitome. So what's going to happen to Luke Carroll? What's going to happen to Donnie Doyle? I heard Donnie Doyle, you know, got the offer, maybe you should leave. Well, she created a position for him. Like she created positions and, you know, in Bob Honan, he eliminated the competition right away. You know, I'm sure he spoke bad about other people and Donna fired them so he could stick around. Um, you know, and, and, and he's about to find out how all these other people find out, but he'll have a pension. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and some of these people, like I'm worried that some of these people are going to commit suicide. Not, not the people that, someone coming up like they're gonna do someone so dirty um and you you should not treat people going to work in the jail i'll tell you i give it to those guys a hundred percent because any guy that i or girl that i ever worked with um that that worked for the doc was the best trooper the best interviewer um the best undercover because they didn't feel the need to go to fisticuffs right away they they didn't speak out of turn um, Donna has a very young, I don't think there's many people that have been there for more than 10 years. And there's three classes that she's about to lose due to attrition because they want to get out of there. They don't want to work for her anymore. You know, a good officer, a facility can't operate properly and safely. And they're losing good officers because there's no apparent care for ret- retention. Like she, she's allegedly going to hire this political hack, Michael Harris, to be the special sheriff, which I'll tell you, will have a lot of people quit. She promoted people out of, um, there's one of those. Have you seen that one that she promoted people out of line? Okay. Yes. Sheriff Buckley says that we're the backbone of the organization, yet not much has changed. Inmates get more and more things to make them comfortable and be sure their mental health is okay. We don't get anything. What about our mental health? Really? What about their mental health? I mean, if a police, if a, a corrections officer is viciously attacked, okay, and, and two other people who were attacked, retired, medically retired because they were attacked. Because they were forced into it pretty much. Well, they they were attacked, right? So one, I think two of them got knee surgery, so they were out. But but the one who didn't, um, he had to transport this same prisoner that attacked him to court. So why were they doing that? Because they were trying to put pressure on him to get him to quit. So the guy that attacked him, they made him drive him to Middlesex. And then when the guy came back, of course, he went back to court. They had the same CO pick up the same guy that attacked him. And what did that guy do? He spit in another CO's mouth, and that person had to go to the hospital. That's disgusting. And then you got, then you got Rick Corey, who's taking Keith Strickland, who is the most violent offender there is, out to lunch after he bails him from the Fallon Police Department. Now, we don't pay drug counselors to bail out violent felons and take them to lunch. And this person like, assaulted someone a week later, I'm pretty sure, didn't he? 
Um, I don't know what he did, but he's a violent, violent, very violent person. I mean, anybody down here knows who he is. But, you know, it, this, this is great, too. We're two dysfunctional entities, which is a morale killer. There's no reason whatsoever we can't work together as a team. Why does the administration look down at security staff? Because you're the pawns. And until you start sticking up for yourself, if you think that you're going to get promoted um, and she's not going to do the same thing to you, they have six years of this. They have six years of her if they don't get a hold of this right now. And Darylin at DarylinHaywood.com. My phone number is on our webpage. You can call me or Diane. Everything's confidential. Um, And what we do is we prepare lawsuits for really effective attorneys. I'm not going to say who the attorneys are, but their last two settlements were $2.2 million in federal court. So we're we're very good at what we do. We hate to see the only way, unfortunately, now in law enforcement to get any kind of change is to sue. Is to and sue it, them. And it's it's sad because it's it's interesting how when they're rank and file, if you will, um, you know, they support each other. It's like when they get when you get into the positions of deputy chief and chief or sheriff, it beca- it's all political. And there's oh, no room great, for this politics, I think, in law enforcement. I, don't, I mean, quite frankly, I think having politics in the different type of agencies is really what is at the root of a lot of the problems that's going on in this country today. Well, one of the things, like Tim Whalen told my union not to endorse me, right, because he was going to yeah. use his, his sway with the Ways and Means Committee to get them to Quinda. Like, I could have reported that, right? But I don't want to put the people in the union that told me that because they would have to testify. But that's an incredible breach of trust to mm-hmm. to leverage his sway in the legislator in order for them to not endorse me, okay? Um, it, it, because, because I said who he was, that he wouldn't support Republican candidates against incumbent Democrats, right? Yeah. But the yeah. politics of it is is this, and this, we have like four minutes left. So this is bad. I dislike the person that this happened to because he stared me down at the gas pumps. But this is what happened to him. He was told that he was going to be driving Donna to, I think, Mara Healy swearing in maybe or some swearing in. So he gets all dutched up in his in his duds and, and he's in the car. And Troy says to him, so what are you going to be doing next year? And he goes, I'll be working here. Well, he didn't know that Donna was going to fire him. Because because I'm sure Bob Ahonen, you know, threw him down the toilet. But here's this guy who, you know, thinks he's doing the right thing. He's been a favorite. You know, he's part of the hatchet crowd, too. Um, but he thinks he's made it. You know, he thinks he's made it to the top. And then Troy, Donna obviously was whispering to her husband who was going to get fired. So she shoots him a dirty look. And we've known this for a long time. Like, we, you know, we were, we were told this a while ago. But, um, but that's the kind of dirty, disgusting, you're going to have someone drive you. You're going to have someone drive you to an event that you're going to fire in a week? You're a scumbag. But, but here's what's even worse when it comes to, to that. Because she, being an attorney, knows that it's an, it's egregious to discuss personnel issues with someone that is not part of the sheriff's department. You Bob can't do that. Blabbing everybody's medical stuff. Well, He's Bob, everybody what's happening to people. Well, you know, then they have the right to sit there and sue his ass directly as well as the sheriff's department. Because you can't do that. You cannot do that. Personnel issues 
are one of the five, six things in the state of Massachusetts that when you discuss it is executive session. And that applies also, maybe not it's called an executive session, but you have to have that type of privacy for the employees. They are entitled to have privacy. For for example, for an employee, they have to make an appointment just to see their own personnel file. So then when you have people blabbing all this stuff out there, they can't be doing Colleen, that. Colleen won't let people see their personnel Well, files. they have the right. There is a state law in Massachusetts that says any employee has the right to see their employee files. She cannot stop them. They call her. They make an appointment. They can go in and view it, or they can photocopy the entire thing. And if she tells people otherwise, she is violating the law. Well, she's and they violated just, the law a lot. So I, then she just, I mean, so you just, I, I mean, I will be more than happy to put that law on our Double D Uncensored so everybody can see because it applies to public sector employees and private employers. You have the right to see gonna, your personnel we're file. To the, we're just going to add it to the lawsuit. Yeah. You know, we're, we're just going to add it to the lawsuit. But, but you know, and, and people say, oh, why are you picking on the sheriff? We are, we did not go out of our way to pick on the sheriff. No. Um, when, when Rick Corey was hired, I, I called her, I called Colleen, I spoke to Bob Honan's wife. Nobody called me back. And um, uh, and we're going to have to continue this conversation next week because it is the end of our show. Now, I want all you guys to hang in there and girls who are working for the Sheriff's Department. And please give us a call. It's all confidential. We're sorry about what's happening to you. Yep. And we will see you guys next week. Have a great week. And I'm sure everybody's going to be interested in knowing with the New Hampshire primary coming up next week. Uh, make sure if you're in New Hampshire, get out and vote. Talk to you later. See you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.